podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids i'm your host and the oldest holland (laughs) i'm allegra i came after holland and i'm gray and hey i'm alone What was yours going to be, Allegra? Um, what What was your suggestion, Allegra? Ah, shit. It's just Cher. Oh, that's a good one. I think that was <laughs> oh, the that only is quote good... I wrote down. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, yeah, I just, I really liked, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm alone. It's like, yeah, and you're going to stay that way or whatever. Um, yeah, we, uh, I, so I watched half of it last night and then half of it this morning because it was and honestly i think so that was long. for the best because it's two fucking hours um i started this movie at 9 40 p.m oh god yeah i started it pretty late because allegra and i were like going to watch it together but then she had a work happy hour but she also didn't get off work until really late and i was like i gotta watch this or i'm never going to yeah, I, we were, I had queued it up to start at around nine, and then Meg and I just, I think like subconsciously didn't want to watch this movie, <laughs> so we just kept getting like sidetracked and having discussions and you know just like hanging out yeah. with the movie like literally like I had pressed play and then paused it at zero seconds so it's just like <laughs> the first second of like you know the the beginning credits or or whatever the production slate and we were just talking and talking and after a while we're like dude we have like i have to i can't wake up at 6 a.m and have this be the first thing enter my brain in the morning i have to at least like watch half of it tonight um so guys what we watched last night and what we are talking about today is 2003's Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon vehicle stuck on you. You know, the classic. Mm-hmm. And before you get into telling us all about it, I just want to let everybody know that each week, one of us has to present a movie <laughs> to be critiqued. In case you haven't, in case, you know, in case you're a new listener. And yes. you, in case you're just popping in right here. Starting with Stuck, stuck on, you. on You at the top of the queue and you're like, I gotta know what this is. Um, each week, one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on fa- five specific categories. This season, we've switched it up a little bit. Wait, can I just format. say something? If, if that is the case <laughs> and you are... A a brand new listener, and this is the first one you wanted to watch. Please email us <laughs> at latchkeysibs at gmail.com and just tell us 
What brought you to this show? Yeah. What brought you to want to watch or to listen to this episode in particular? And yeah, what is your experience with this movie? Because like, that's a unique case. Yeah. If like you log in, like we've done Shrek, <laughs> we've done Matilda, you know, we've done so like School Austin Powers recently. School of Rock. And you wanted to start with Stuck on You. You, I want to hang out with you. I want to get a beer with you. <laughs> Second so case. So just let us know. Second use case. If you're just a Fairly Brothers stan and you're only listening to our Shallow Hal and then Stuck on You episodes. Oh, yikes. Also interested in your thoughts. <laughs> um, but this season is a shortened season that will last four months. And each week, in order to choose our movies... We flip a coin to see whether we have to defend a good movie that we have all pre-selected for ourselves or a bad movie from the stink hole, the wheel of stink of bad movies that I, spoiler alert, had to spend last week to get this gem. But yeah, great. Take it away. Give it. Let's hear the summary. Yeah. Stuck on you. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so this one, I, I didn't like really read it over too well, but... I think it's actually like pretty easy peasy, cut and dry, like good, um, good summary. Okay. We're, I don't think it's, we're going to get too many laughs out of it. So Bob and Walt Tenner are twin brothers who not only share a passion for life, but also a liver. <laughs> Thanks to their teamwork, being conjoined twins is not a handicap to them. But when Walt's dreams of stardom of acting on the screen and Bob's shyness clashes, they both begin to fall out. This doesn't help when Bob's internet girl arrives in town, not the case, um, a, unaware of their handicap, and when Walt gains his own TV show with Cher. <laughs> what? It kind of, yeah, they really tried to rush that to a close. Yeah, I just saw it was only like a couple sentences, but this is not <laughs> coherent. Confusing. I feel like my pre They come to better. LA. They come to L.A. and May already lives there. Yeah. She doesn't come into town. Um, it's, I don't know. Yeah, we'll get into it. How about that? Yeah. We And we say, I feel like that's the statement. That's a sentence that I, in particular, say so much on this podcast. <laughs> we'll get into it. And I feel like 90% of the time, we never follow up <laughs> with what we were initially talking about. No. So why don't we just like... Whenever I say that, can you say like, no, let's talk about it now. Because that's what a podcast is. We don't need to have a strict structure. That's true. But I, I listened to well, the first try seven minutes. Five times fast. Strict structure. <laughs> strict structure. Strict structure. Sorry, I completely All right. We don't do. need to do it on <laughs> recording. Um, but I listened to the first like seven minutes of, um, I think, Goofy Movie. Or maybe Princess Diaries. So I married no, so I married uh, an axe murderer. And I was just blown away by how much I kept saying it and then like was just cutting off these more on topic conversations and then we would just divulge into these off topic conversations. <laughs> but you know So what? like right now, like right now, I said I literally said, We'll get into it and then I'm talking about the concept of we'll get into it. So, <laughs> so fuck me. Um, if we need to develop a latchkey sibs drinking game, that's one. Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, we'll that get into it. That should be a shirt. If we ever make merch, we'll get into it. 
<laughs> they did not, in fact, get into it. <laughs> they did not, in fact, get into it. But you know what? I like our meandering conversations. Sometimes I think they're the funniest part of this show. Like, we wouldn't True. have our Ethan Kraft, Mark McGrath, <laughs> Ethan Hawke conversation without Ethan, our ADD. Ethan Hawke, McCraft. Our collective ADD. Um, or... Uh, <laughs> What was it? Like Danny's Bucket or something from uh, the Goonies? <laughs> Wait, what? I've... It was like it was like the bully guy when he was like going down the well. Oh. And it was like, it was oh, like yeah, something's we got... bucket. <laughs> we really... Wait, it's in the chat. Hold a... on, it's in the Skype chat. <laughs> Let me go back and find it. deep dive on that actor. <laughs> I completely um... forgot about that. Troy's bucket yes, destroying Troy's. dreams since 1985. <laughs> right, right. Okay, um, one of our better apps. I'm pretty sure Carly texted me once and was like, "Wow, you guys really got off topic." <laughs> Baby, I'ma want you. Baby, hey, Carly, I'ma... that's the point. Welcome to the pod. You've been on this pod. Oh yeah, she. Te- um, so a couple weeks ago, she texted me that food tangent is long. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! But I think it was. Hey, you know what? I think it's I don't relatable. Recall. We talked about the weird colored ketchups, and then macaroni shapes versus not. Love all that of, we're recapping oh, a previous hey, tangent. That was all. Tangent. That was all relevant. very relevant information because this whole podcast is about our childhood, exactly. and you know what? As kids. And in the early 2000s, some weird shit came out that they wanted us to eat, okay? That's why we're Also, I want to say, I went camping last week, and we forgot to get peanut butter ahead of time. Oh, no, you didn't get the tubes, So we. No, 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 no. So, but we were at this, like, little market in the middle of nowhere, so they weren't going to have the, like, or, like, we, we didn't have our, like, organic fucking Trader right, Joe's right. peanut butter. So I bought Jif, and Jif is so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Jif is so good. Oh, man. It's so good. So shout outs to Jif. Um, I think I might start calling it GIF. <laughs> Just, anyways. Um, Speaking so, of yeah, weird shit we are... that came out in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, yeah, exactly. Stuck on you. Let's bring it back. It came out. December 12th, 2003. So Holland was 11, almost 12. Allegra was freshly nine and I was six going on seven. So I'm pretty sure we saw this in theaters. It does vaguely ring a bell. I don't. Okay. And this could also be wrong. And I have this in my pre-watch notes, but okay. I think we saw this when we went to Disneyland with... Travis. That would have been November. No, that would have been yeah. That would, that have, would been have been November. November. So it would have been too. But early. was that? But was that? Did we go f- during his birthday or just for his? We birthday? definitely went in November because we were off track. Because his birthday's at the end of November, so we went maybe a little bit earlier. I don't think we overlapped on his exact birthday because that would have been closer to okay. Thanksgiving. Well, then I we I always Elf associate this movie. I always associate this movie with that trip. Because the next month. Um Well, because we went to Hollywood and so like mm. my we had just been to like the Chinese theater and on the Hollywood strip and like 
some of these areas that you saw in the movie. So I was like, oh, I had just seen it and then was watching a movie with all of these sites that was like fresh in my brain. So gotcha. I didn't know. I That's why I was like, I think we saw it. But if not, that's why I always associate it. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. But, but I do think we saw this in theaters because for some reason, I think dad was just like, and maybe is just like a Matt Damon dude. And maybe it's just the the connection with, you know, Allegra's Godfather and Matt Damon and maybe dad's just like kind of like a supporter yeah, I because think of that true. connection. I feel like dad is generally a like, I'm going to check out this movie Matson type of thing. Can I insert yeah. um, a non sequitur, but that does kind of relate to this? <laughs> sure. So is it the flex that he babysat you guys, <laughs> Matt Damon babysat you guys when uh, you were five and three? No. Um, so this morning when I was with my trainer <laughs> and I was like, guess what movie we watched last night? I'll give you a hint. 2003, Matt Damon. And he goes, uh, The Born Identity. <laughs> I was like, nope, that was the year before. So I wonder if like, like dad likes. Wait, this came out after Born Identity? That's correct. This came out after so many things that Matt Damon did that I'm like, I'm really wondering what this did to his reputation. <laughs> because like he had been, he had Yikes. already won an Oscar for the screenplay for Goodwill Hunting. He had been in like the talented Mr. Ripley. He'd been in the Born Identity. And then it's like <laughs> this movie. <laughs> He's trying to be like, I can be funny. Hold on, let's see. Oh my God. Ocean's Eleven came before this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank God the next year had both the Borm Supremacy and Ocean's 12 to just like throw this out, yeah. immediately push this down and be like, no, 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 look, look, look. He's still a really successful box office hit. Honestly. Yeah. Good thing he already had those, probably had those in the works like simultaneously yeah. to this movie. <laughs> Whoa. You know, it's really weird. Hmm. Every year, like, so Ocean's 11 and... The Born Identity came out the same year. Ocean's 12 and The Born Supremacy came out the same year. And then Ocean's 13 and The Born Ultimatum came out the same year. Weird. They all came, like, those two trilogies yeah. <laughs> with Matt Damon came out in, like, tangential. Tangent. Tangentially. In, in, in tangent. In, came out, there we go. In tangent. It would be Thank you. really funny if one of those Jeremy Renner born movies came out the same year as Ocean's 8. <laughs> Look it up. I'm on it. I'm <laughs> I on it. I think so, but So, okay. The Born The Born Legacy, I think is the Renner. That's the uh Jeremy Renner one. Came out 2012. So Ocean's 8 came out way later. Way after. after. That, yeah. I want to say like 2017. Anyway, I don't remember seeing it in theaters, but I don't doubt that we did see it in theaters. This yeah, like a and total I, dad, dad has to have... Oh, shit, I forgot to text him. I will do that God right now. It, I'm Holland. so sorry. Well, this is actually one of those good... You have one job. <laughs> yeah, just the one. Just the one yeah, that's job the... of running You have one job, and podcast. that is running this whole podcast, and you <laughs> mess up. This one part you. of it every time. God damn it, Holland. Um, How hard is it to text our parents, edit the podcast, <laughs> edit the TikToks, run our social media, look up our email account, make sure we're getting sponsors money. 
getting Gray and I to show up on time regularly and running the yeah. schedule. Scheduling, scheduling the out, recording session. Scheduling out the recording sessions. Being the only one who remembers what movie we watch every week. <laughs> Is it that difficult? God, I complain so much. <laughs> My back is hurting from carrying this show, all right? That's all I'm going to say. Uh, if it weren't obvious uh, what our birth order was already. Um. And Gray, if you think about it, I don't think she's thanked us even once. I don't... <laughs> Quite frankly, I'm getting sick of it. The disrespect. The lack of recognition. Day in and day out. Okay, um, well, Dad has to have a... Th- I'm Dad sure has he'll to have something. He literally just if, responded. You had to a me. text mom too. I did. Okay, she okay. just responded too. He said, "One of my favorites." Period. <laughs> That's it. What does it mean? When That's it. He might come back. Fucking One of my favorites. Put that. Put that on his tombstone. <laughs> One of my favorites, period. Uh, uh, I wait, no, he's sexy. He's great storyline and acting. Period. period. I agree with one of those. I would love for him. That's how he describes me in his will. One of my favorites, period. <laughs> uh, Mom responded as well. God, they're really on it today. Like, they really came through for me not remembering. Um, honestly, I don't think I ever saw it except a clip here or there when it was on TV. I remember thinking, Matt Damon, why are you doing this? Ha <laughs> I feel like a conjoined twin plot point is problematic. Oh, again, I got another text from dad. Innocent and creatively funny, period. <laughs> I will say. I do agree that it was, for the most part, pretty innocent. Agreed. Yeah, it was like, it was kind of Mr. Deeds vibes, or trying to be, it mm-hmm. felt like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was not as problematic as I thought it was going to be. I was expecting shallow how Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um... Well, let's let's go into how problematic we thought it was going to be with our pre-watch notes. <laughs> okay. I, um, Holland, you want to start off or Allegra? I can do it. Okay. Because I really did not remember a lot. Um, we weirdly watched this a lot. Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon are conjoined twins, but Greg gets an acting job. He wants to be an actor. Something... I don't know, but they moved to L.A. for something acting related. It's the first time they leave their small town and they have to figure out life in the big city as conjoined twins. They end up getting separated. Don't remember how this movie ends. I feel like the prosthetics makeup is not going to age well along with the comedy. Well, um, the prosthetics held up pretty well, but the random bits of CGI that were needlessly in this movie... Did not hold up that well. I didn't even notice it. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what are you talking about? It's just seamless. (laughs) I did notice they did try to put things in front of the connection a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What do you mean? Yeah, they probably just wanted to minimize how much they had to sit in a chair to do the... True. Yeah. Anyway, Um, Allegra. Anywho, Allegra. Um... I'm listen. I haven't reread my pre-watch notes, but while you were reading the description for my MDB or whatever, I'm like, I bet mine's more accurate. My pre-watch notes. Um, I remember renting this a lot, not yeah. loving but not hating it. 
Uh, I do remember rewatching the ending Bonnie and Clyde song a bunch. Like we like rented it from Hollywood Video, and I would just like rewatch the end because I felt like listening to the wow. song. Wow, I'm shocked you remember. I I did not yeah, remember wow. so much of this movie. I did not remember. Yeah, Cher. wow. I did not remember Meryl. <laughs> My next two sentences are just Cher, Meryl, Frankie Muniz, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. Yeah, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Um, Share Frankie Muniz. Dude, the Frankie Muniz oh part. God. Oh my god. Again, we'll get into it. <laughs> Drink. Um, um yeah. So good. I think Is that was that it? No, Sorry, no, no, did I interrupt. I have, would we... I have way more. <laughs> uh so okay. not Matt Damon wants to be an actor, so he forces his mass hole non-identical seven years younger than him conjoined twin to move to Hollywood. You remembered he was seven years younger than him? No, mom and I looked up uh okay. Greg Kinnear's age uh over the weekend. But um they live in a seedy motel. Cher for some reason needs to be relevant again and stars in a police procedural show and casts not Matt Damon. Uh the twins grow apart and get su- surgery to not be conjoined. Matt moves back home. They big sad. They resolve things. Not Matt Damon comes back home to do local theater. Wow, you remembered so much more than I did. I fully did not remember yeah, Matt Jesus. Damon's girlfriend, though. Yeah, oh, I feel like I kind of remembered that part. Um, oh, my God. She was such a bad actor. I mean. Oh, it was so brutal. She did yell a lot Freaking of lines. Even Eva Mendez was not amazing in this no. movie either. I would no. go ahead and say that. Well, she Matt to Damon be to be fair, movie. she was not given a That's lot true. to work with. That's true. It was like, hey, your boobs that can talk in this movie, so be boobs that can talk. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Basically. And that's what that's what they gave her. Um, all right. Did we interrupt you again, Allegra, or do you have done. more? <laughs> no, I'm done. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, mine. So I've been doing, I've been doing the voice notes route as you've, <laughs> as you've noticed. So just bear with me cause I might need to do some, uh, translating. <laughs> oh God, this movie is probably so bad. Matt Damon and Drake and year, Greg Kinnear <laughs> are joined, Josh. are joined at the hip literally. And they like work as fry cooks. I think they play hockey, too. Um, Greg Canaro wants to be an actor, but Matt Damien, Damon has, like, stage fright, and he has to be green-screened out. Uh, Cher is in it. That's about all I remember. And I think we saw it with Dad in theaters in Southern California when we were going to Disneyland. Oh, Kings of Leon plays a bunch in it. Is that true? I know. Yeah, I there's like three songs one. from their first album because they only had. Yeah, they only had one album out, and this movie came out, and they featured three songs from that album. Yeah. So, the Fairley Brothers were probably just like super into the Kings of Leon. So, there we go. Feeling themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did not remember. I do remember Honey and the Bee. I called it Honey and the Bee in my head, not Bees, but Honey and the Bees. Um, and I also remember, <laughs> yes, it is giving Mac and cheese. Um, and then I also did remember the, uh, like Ava Mendez and they live in a motel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All of that stuff came back to me as I was watching it, but I did not remember Cher, which 
How do you not I'm remember surprised. Cher? She's the villain in the movie. I just feel like it's been such a long time since I've seen it that I just I just completely forgot what the actual plot was. Yeah, I did not I did not ever I don't think I ever like connected the dots that Cher was the villain of this movie. Like initially? Well, like until this watch. Oh through. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how could anyone hate Cher? Right. <laughs> exactly. I know that's what you were thinking <laughs> as a child. Um, I remember as a child, I was like, "Am I supposed to know who the fuck Cher is?" <laughs> um, she's a fucking Oscar winner, Gray. <laughs> I feel like I vague. Yeah, dude, she's a Tony away from an egot. She just has the ego. <laughs> I looked it up. No, I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm just saying. She has the ego, she's but she needs to do the, something on Broadway. Team. Come on. I mean, she's. I know. I thought like Chicago would at least translate over, uh, like with her. I don't know. I feel like I, I vaguely, I think I vaguely knew who Cher was when I saw this the first time. I definitely had no idea who Meryl Streep was. Yeah, I don't. Same. I yeah, I don't know if I. Knew. I did not know who Meryl Streep I don't was. Know if I, I can't even remember because I remember not connecting the dots at all that the woman they accost at a restaurant comes back to be bonnie and bonnie and same same yeah i just i had no i mean i was six how the fuck am i supposed to know meryl i mean yeah and like i was 11 and i think even i don't think i had seen anything that she would have even have been in at that point in my life you know not doing a lot of comedies Yeah, I definitely don't remember. I didn't remember the Meryl Streep thing at all. I didn't remember the musical Bonnie and Clyde at the end. None of it. Um, but doesn't matter what I remember because I am not scoring this movie for nostalgia. But I would love to hear. Yeah. I mean, I'm maybe a little scared to hear your scores. But let's, I feel like they're not going to be as bad as I thought they were going to be before I watched this movie. Okay. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> all right um nostalgia i have a six. Oh, okay. generous i was that i put a four okay but yours I, has to be wet you remembered so much yeah you yeah. remembered so much so. for me i just remember the like it's more of like i just remember really liking this movie we did well we, I, i'm shocked how little i remember because i know we watched it a lot i know honestly i think we owned this movie on dvd i don't know why but I always have a visceral memory know. of this movie of hating the first scene shares in because I didn't like her wig mm. or her outfit. The first wig was wild. Yeah. All of her outfits were dog shit. <laughs> well, it was also the early 2000s, so. Oh my yes, God, the I know. last scene with Cher where she's wearing like a giant chunky cross and this jacket with oh my God, crosses yeah. all over it was <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, and she had her little like early two thousands Kangle hat. Yes, yeah. Um, sit through. I have a five. Okay. What is your sit through, Lego? Sorry, she's also wearing a shirt with a cross on it. Um, six. Honestly, okay. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were moments that I was laughing out loud, like the every time. Like when, when, especially the first time when he was acting on stage in Massachusetts. And Matt Damon is just Matt like. And Matt Damon yeah. is just like hyperventilating, I did, like trying I did to stay think out. I that was funny. <laughs> I thought it was so fucking funny. Yeah. Like most of those, honestly, like kind of slapsticky parts 
did get me. Yeah. Like, even if I didn't want them to. Yeah. Like, the, 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 it was like a flashback to Matt Damon playing tennis in, like, high oh, school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Greg Kinnear's just wearing, like, a flannel and jeans <laughs> and just, like, kind of hanging out as it's go Like, as if he's just completely straight-faced. He doesn't look annoyed, but he's also not into it. He's just, like, kind of there. Yeah. It made me laugh so fucking hard watching. Like, it, yeah, like, there were parts of it that definitely brought it up. But most, any part that had to do with, like, driving a story along, I did not give a shit. Yeah. yeah they it had, was also two hours long. It was two this fucking hours long. This movie was too long. Yeah. So much of this movie could have been cut. They did. Could have been cut. They did have a lot of really funny bits, I will say. Like, yeah, I don't, they did. I don't know how actual tr- conjoins twins feel about this movie yeah but like from a very crass just slapstick point of view they do really play up the comedy of the situation a lot like when they're both uh-huh. boxing and they're just fucking wailing <laughs> yes guy. yeah that part made me laugh so fucking hard really funny yeah when they um, put matt damon uh, in the blue screen yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Which honestly probably uh, helped uh, with his nerves too, because you couldn't even see his face. <laughs> yeah, appropriate for children. Oh boy, well like a five. Eh. I had a three. I didn't think it was that inappropriate. I think a five sounds I, right yeah, to it's me. Not, it's not like a. I'm not. Movie. I'm not rigid yeah. on it. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't think it's a. Three. But it's definitely. I mean, we watched. Not it better than a five. <laughs> I I can't say. I As can't we have learned, that, that means nothing. I I'm like, I can't use that argument. We watch so many things as children that we should not have been watching. Yeah. Um. Um. Does it hold up? I give it a. I. I have a five. I have a four. Okay. Which it, it could go. I don't yeah, know. Like, okay. It's. Could be worse. Yeah, could be way worse. But definitely doesn't like. It's not timeless. <laughs> <laughs> it is of its time. Definitely not timeless. Um, can I follow? I have a seven. Because, like, it's rel- for for the concept yeah. that it is, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I also have a seven. Cool. Great. Beautiful. What would you consider to be the least timeless movie? Oh, God. Grease 2. <laughs> All right. On a scale of Grease 2 to Wizard of Oz, how timeless is your Here movie? we go. Let me see. What is our lowest holdup? Oh, yeah. That's um, a good... Yeah. We have data. <laughs> so far, uh, this season, it's Shallow How. Ooh. Um, at, one, at an average of one and a half. <laughs> We also have at one and a half for hold up. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh yeah, that one's. There's the grown ups, uh, at two and a half. Agent Cody Banks at three. <laughs> um, we have Kangaroo Jack at three. Um, Inspector Gadget at four. Holiday in the Sun at two and a half. Oh wow. Um, let's see here. Jack Frost at two. <laughs> um, and so those are like the lowest of the lows. Yeah. I think, I think I now honestly, even though the score you. doesn't. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty bad. Tied for the lowest with Shallow Hal. Um, but honestly, I do think even though the score doesn't necessarily reflect it. Uh, 
Agent Cody Banks is pretty bad. Yeah. And, and of its time. Yeah, that movie is very of its time. Very. T- How the yeah. fuck does Big Rock Candy Mountain <laughs> have a hold-up score of four and a half? It's like, because Allegra was skewing all the averages on that movie. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. You know what I noticed? <laughs> Not a lot of sci-fi on our list. We didn't really watch a lot of sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, we, we didn't were... really fuck with sci-fi. And if we did, they were like adult movies. Like... Or, you know, not like kids <laughs> movies. Star Wars. Um... Well, I guess that's a kids movie. But I think we've always been like, I don't know if that fits in this universe of the latchkey I mean, we could do the prequels, but I don't. We we should do the prequels. We should do the prequels because that was that was was my childhood. Should we have a summer of Star Wars? We like we have so many goals for this summer that I don't think are going to happen because we're going to be going to a billion weddings. So you're saying (laughs) no on Jar Jar July? Jar Jar July. Jar Jar July. Oh my god, I love it. (laughs) We'll we, see what we happens. We could do October 1 Kenobi. Ooh. October 1. We can do whatever the fuck we want to do, you guys. It's our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I am the busy. September. Jar Jar July is very busy. So we can push it to Jar Jar June. Jar Jar June. Wait, were we going to do like June gloom, like sad movies? Ooh. That was another idea that we had. God, like a walk to remember. I mean, we might have to do like a summer hiatus. I think we are going to actually Great. be doing a summer hiatus. Gray's getting actually married. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Getting married. He's like literally getting married. I mean that in the boomers definition of literally, not the current. <laughs> Let's just get into Wait, it, right? Okay. That was all the scores, yes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So 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 this movie um is not good. It was kind of it, boring. It was okay, so the only thing driving this movie forward was the this is I'm not saying this sarcastically phenomenal acting by Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear <laughs> um, because they did they had nothing to work with yeah. and they were eating everything up Greg Kinnear is like, honestly like the only person having fun in this movie. Truly. Yeah, Greg Kinnear got I think, the vibe. I think Matt Damon is too. I think he really played his character well. Yeah, I would, of being I the, would like, agree with that. Dorky, small town, kind of overshadowed but okay with it, like, guy. And, like, I don't know. I thought, like, the those two acting with what they had to work with was the best part of this movie because the writing was dog shit um the character development for everyone except for them was dog shit yeah most of the acting around them was dog shit um and they kept me they kept it somewhat compelling i would agree with that i I think they, they kept me intrigued i think they were both having fun in the movie yeah they were both fully committed to what I think yes. everyone wanted the movie to be. <laughs> was, like when you hear the elevator yeah. pitch, they're like, yes, this is what it is. Dude, how would they not? How could they not have fun 
just being stuck to with each like, other. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness they enjoyed being stuck, literally stuck to each other for a whole movie. Because if these two actors hated each other. That's true. Oh, my God. Could have been bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be rough. Um, I don't understand how Meryl Streep is in this movie. <laughs> someone I don't know someone. how that happened. I don't know Does either. she owe the Fairly, one of the Fairley brothers like a considerable debt? Um, like, I don't know how this happened at all. Me neither, I, but I'm happy but, it did. Because I will say I really did enjoy the Bonnie and Clyde number at the end. I'm and surprised to hear you say that. The dance number that uh, Meryl partook in. Yeah. And she, I feel like yeah, she was also bad. very committed to, like, acting in that local theater production. <laughs> oh, my God. The fact that she, uh, she was like, wait, the high school football game. That was you guys. I was there. Yeah. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I mean, she's like Hold in on. town. Where is Meryl Streep from? I think it. I she think was in it's town the idea filming is, a movie. She was in town filming the movie, and I guess it's oh, such at the a, same time. I think it was supposed to be at the same time she was in Martha's Vineyard yeah. filming that movie. So, like, I I think the the like in the early part of the movie before they leave Martha's Vineyard, they're just like Meryl Streep's from here, and Matt Damon goes, "She filmed one." Did you know movie her name here. isn't actually Meryl? Is it not? Did you guys, it's, her name is, like, first name Mary, middle name Louise. Oh. I feel like I. Mary Louise Streep. I feel like I watched a, uh, that Be Kind Rewind video on Meryl Streep, so I vaguely remembered it as a stage name, but I didn't know what her real name was. Interesting. Um. But, um, I could totally imagine Meryl Streep, she's in Martha's Vineyard, it's a small town, she's there for however long to film whatever movie, and they're like, listen. We have a really good football team this year. There's conjoined twins. You got. To I would see go this. to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta fucking see it. They're the quarterback. <laughs> the quarterback and running back. Thank okay, you very so much. Okay, so this also leads me into. I feel like we need to have a sports talk because they played so, so many, many sports. sports, and I was like, how is any of this like legal? Or logistically possible. Because I, cause also, I feel like in some sports, they were counted as two people. Like, I guess technically in yes, football. That's what I wanted to bring <laughs> okay. up. Sometimes they're counted as two. Sometimes they're counted as one. Yeah. And there are rules in a lot of these sports. Okay. Like, like, let's say football. If they're counted as two players, which I think they were, yeah. it means that really... Not to use this word, you know, in, in politely or, or whatever, but it really handicaps your team because these two players have to literally be side by side the whole time. Yeah. It's like, it's basically like removing a player. Um, and then in hockey, they're considered one because you can't have two goalies. Goal. Yeah. You cannot yeah. have two people in boxing. That's like, there are yeah. four arms. <laughs> yeah. You cannot have two people boxing. Yeah. That's, who would take that fight? Who would take that fight? Yeah. No. Also, their little liver pouch that connects them is only nine inches in diameter. That's got to be a very sensitive area. You can't play football. Right. Get tackled. What happens? Yeah, that's liver failure right there. Um, 
also, but when Matt Damon, like I mentioned earlier, was playing tennis, only he wanted to participate. <laughs> and I'm like, that is one sport where I'm like, well, they could do doubles. And I feel, that feels like... That would, <laughs> they could do that doubles. Like it that would have been the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the sport, that was, yeah. it was very loose. They also played it was not... baseball and they're both the pitcher. Right, oh yeah, they're both right. the pitcher. You can't do that. You cannot. You do cannot that. do that. Yeah. How how do they I would maybe a, a I would how maybe do they hit? I would maybe accept catcher would be less unfair, but even so, you still got four arms. So I don't know. It's so funny how athletic they are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is funny how athletic they are. And then they yeah. Um, they I do like how they explained the the age difference with you have most of the liver so i'm aging faster oh yeah. i think i missed that i missed that <laughs> oh it was said like really early on that's really funny because i'm like greg Kinnear is seven years older than matt damon and also like i know it's a movie and suspension of disbelief but there is no there are no fraternal conjoined twins right <laughs> no there are no fraternal conjoined twins. That's not That's how, how it works. works. <laughs> yeah. Um, they didn't even look like... They didn't even try to make them look like each other. <laughs> uh-uh. No, they had the same haircut as Dumb and Dumber. Literally, Which is another yeah. Fairly Brothers movie. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even realize that, but that is super true. Uh, I should have chosen Dumb and Dumber last week <laughs> instead of the Goofy movie. <laughs> I think I, I think you would have gotten uh, a worse score from Allegra. You would have, <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah. So it's just a more fun movie to watch. Oh, I wanted to say this when Gray was saying that like we went to Hollywood and then we saw this movie and it took like place in lots of Hollywood places. I'm going to Martha's Vineyard for the very first time later this summer. Oh. So I too will always associate my trip. You should with go to Quickie Burger. Yeah, go yeah. to Cookie Burger. See if there's any like local theater productions happening. Yeah, Oak Bluff. <laughs> I also love the the delusion of like you know this tiny town that everyone knows us in and accepts us in. Like, I, and so they think I'm a great actor. Right. Like, I'm gonna make it big at 32. Hey man, going on 50. Harrison Ford didn't make it big until like his late 30s. He was a carpenter. True. But he was, like, actively working in Hollywood. This guy, That's it's true. like, they come in and, like, seemingly in, what, like, a week and a half, he has a, a TV show. he's a star of a TV show. <laughs> I think, so I do kind of, I do find that funny that it's, like, he had a dream, he went to Hollywood, he immediately achieved it, and then he was like, eh, okay, I'm just, I'm gonna go back home now. <laughs> it's really, Turns out yeah, he's like, I kind of, I made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is really um, I also that's another thing that I just fucking loved is that they were like, we just have to edit around Bob. <laughs> and so the way they would do it is so the first so yeah, like the funny. first episode that they watch where you just like see him like peeking in through the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you're like wait so this is like breaking news that they're conjoined <laughs> twins when you can just see this dude like breathing in the background. <laughs> There's like the like, the, the receptionist is like in front of him, like oh no, don't come yeah. in here. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking funny. Like those parts actually made me laugh so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Greg Kinnear is half out of shot in every yeah. single. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like just in the frame every time. Unless he's like standing on a wall like around, with like Matt yeah, Damon yeah. just like around the corner. Yeah. I was watching this with my neighbor and she said that if this was more of like a anchorman or anti-humor tone, it could honestly really work. Yeah. And like it's like, "Oh, well they're filming the TV show to look like purposely bad." So they know what bad so stuff cheap. looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck this movie. I did. In, I did generally find the share cameo, like stunt casting, kind of fun. Except I don't know. Do we need to? Do we want to get into the Frankie Muniz joke that aged? Horribly. How old was Frankie Muniz when this movie came out? He was barely 18 when it came out. So he was definitely at least seven, like at Around most seven. 17 uh, when they were filming this. And I did not enjoy it. I did. I was do like, this, not like that. Did not like that. I did think it was. So 1985. Yeah. So he was like. Maybe. He was maybe 18 at some point. No, he was newly No, it's December. Yeah, he was newly 18 when the movie came out. So, he was So he was mo- he was most teenager. definitely 16 to 17. Yeah. I did think it was really funny when Greg Kinnear is sort of like, "Oh my god, we went out with Cher and she was so amazing and apparently she's been in this like really high profile uh, relationship that you can't talk about. Right. And she's like, oh, you didn't ask? And he's like, no, I did ask a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out it's fucking Frankie, Frankie Muniz. Oh, uh, did not like it. Gross. And how old was Cher in this movie? Oh, like 60? Yeah. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. But let me look. Oh, no, no. So she's 76 right now. So she was 56. So she was 56. 55, 56. Wow, she looks great looks in this movie. I mean, she still um, looks great. She's dating a young guy right now. He's not 17, it, and it's not is it Frankie Timothy Muniz. Chalamet? No. <laughs> I can't remember what his name Although, is. Is it that kid? It's it's that kid from Young Sheldon, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. Um, that's um, one of the Stranger Things kids. Timothy no. Chalamet. Oh, my God. It's Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> oh, God. Timothy Chalamet is currently dating Kylie Jenner. Apparently. But in this movie, Cher gets that CGI BBL. That's true. <laughs> Wait, I thought Kylie Jenner was. God damn it. I hate the Jenners and the Kardashians. You hate that you know this information. That's why you're kind of expressed. Yes. She's no longer with Wait, Travis thought... Scott, if that's what you're asking. That is what I was wondering. No. I don't think so. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't care. Um, I was. Did you? See dude, me? can we just talk about how bad the actor that played Mae Fong was? She like, wasn't great. She was yelling a lot. Yeah. It was just she like I was so surprised that someone had that significant of a role in this movie. Was it was so bad. This movie had a fifty million dollar budget. Yeah, and like Eva Mendes was also. Like, her character was not developed in any... Like, you, we did not even need that character to be there. She added nothing. No. Also, like, added the, nothing. the front desk guy, he added nothing. Like... Well, he was technically... He was... A, they brought him on as a writer... Oh, did they? To, like, help the show do better. Okay. Yeah, I, but it was, like... Yes. 
It was like a throwaway I line, and then you part. like hardly see him. I completely yeah. missed that part. Yeah, they because when he was on set, and he's like, "Guess what?" I was like, "Why is he here?" Because he helped write, but the epi- he punched up the episodes. I caught it, Gray. Don't you worry. Gotcha. We're helping you out. I know. Thank you. So, <laughs> followability. The woman who played May, like I don't know. I have a very cynical view of the Fairley brothers, and part of me thinks they hired her because she is very beautiful. And, like, that was first and foremost in their minds. I was worried things were going to get a lot more racist. I I know. The first time um, we ever hear about May, uh, Greg Kinnear says some mildly racist shit. And I'm like, oh, God, is this how this movie's going to play But that was kind of, like, the only thing. Other than, like, sometimes speaking Chinese in a very exaggerated accent. Wait, what did Greg Kinnear say? He said, like, me so horny or something. He said me so horny. He was like, uh, yeah. he was like what about your girlfriend, Fu Manchu? And he's like, it's Mei Li Fong or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Forgot about that. But it was, it was kind of brushed over, like, pretty quickly. It wasn't as much as I thought. Also, yeah. I am shocked that nobody uttered the R word in this entire movie. Honestly. Oh my god! Yeah, but Matt Damon drops an f bomb. Oh, well, we it's all know Matt Damon. We all know Matt Damon only just learned that that was a bad word like two years ago. I literally—that's <laughs> true. I forgot about that. I literally was like, you know, Matt Damon was slinging f slurs all over the set as soon as the camera stopped, and then he said it, and I was like, of course, it was only—it was a matter of when, it not was if. Very jarring though that that was basically like the button, like the end of the movie yeah. joke. Other yeah. than the musical, but yeah, it just, it says he says that, and then it gets straight into the epilogue and happily ever after. Yeah, I was like, what? Um, um, they're in, uh, they're in Massachusetts. It's okay, basically wait, hold their on. State word. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, this is uh, just in this season of Latchkey Sibs. We are on to movie number three of early 2000s nightclub scenes. <laughs> and it did not disappoint. <laughs> Meg pointed out this one dude in the background who was like, he was doing this dance and then would just do this like head twitch thing. Like every couple seconds, it was just like a, like a real exaggerated like head twitch. Interesting. Like it wasn't, it wasn't as many arms up as we have seen in the past. <laughs> But yeah, that was definitely we were, we were in in full like just looking for looking for anything because uh-huh. it's just like it's something you have to remember. All these people are dancing to complete silence, silence. in real yeah. life. No one is dancing. Um, and also, do not fight him. He's a black belt. Was uttered very genuinely in this movie. Um, <laughs> Gray has a black belt. When I think, <laughs> would you like to shut? And the then line? it was already a. Even though it was already established, I think, that they are, like, a boxing duo. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. And also, his that dude's hair was so, so gross. I did. Um, but, but I did I did think that fight scene was kind of fun. I, <laughs> yes, the fight scene was kind of fun. I really, I did kind of laugh. Um, because I was watching this movie with two people who work in tech, essentially. And um, she was like, so what did you mean? Like... 
by all that stuff where you said that you like you liked me and like you respected me and she's like as a colleague <laughs> yeah as a co-worker you have good business sense yeah <laughs> that was really funny um yeah um did you guys notice probably the most surprising cameo of this movie besides Cher in Meryl Streep yes and Frankie Muniz and Frankie Muniz Ooh. above all of that um, how about neurosurgeon and presidential nominee Ben Carson as the surgeon that who was performed? Ben Carson? That was Ben okay, fucking Carson. I, I had to like delivery, do a double take I, no, and look it up. No joke. I did think the delivery was very sleepy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Where he's like, we cannot, fu- we lost them. Yeah. Oh my God. I did not realize that, that, was, that ben was Ben fucking Carson. Carson. Wow. The dude who... This is the first person to successfully separate conjoined twins. Oh my god! Wait, in real life? Yeah. I in real so. life. Wow. He was the per- He was forgot about that. The first person to successfully separate two conjoined twins and have them both live. So I understand the cameo now, but like I had no idea that that was him. I know, but it's fucking insane. I hadn't thought of him <laughs> it since like 2016, <laughs> and I was like this guy's delivery is terrible. I'm like, where did, like, how is this guy cast? <laughs> and now I understand. I know, it's insane. It's bizarre they stunt casting. They also do a joke that Arrested Development did way better, which is, we've lost them. They were they went upstairs. He's like, oh, thank goodness we found them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the doctor every time, like, son, there was, like, any news. Right, your like son's deliver- all right. Oh, thank goodness. Not no. the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> what do you mean? He lost his left hand. Oh, my God, you said he was going to be all right. No, I said he was all right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you motherfucker. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> I did find it incredibly oh, frustrating how long the not telling may that they were conjoined thing went on yeah it's like they really could get away with it for that long honestly what i think it means is they have had to do that before in the past i guess but i don't know greg Kinnear seemed pretty upset about it no he was he was i think what i mean is like They've they've probably got like done that before in the past for like other reasons, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe not like for, for love. Safety. But Greg Kinnear was offended because he's like, "This is someone who you want to like spend yeah. your life with, True. and you're not telling her the truth about us, and you seemed ashamed about us." Whereas like before, it might not have been a shame thing; it was for other reason. I don't know. That's this is that my head canon, and I'm gonna live with it because okay. they were so natural at coming up with these excuses. True. True. That I think, but I do think that probably makes a lot of sense, because throughout the entire movie, whenever people discovered that they are conjoined twins, they are immediately like harassed and ridiculed and berated, like to yeah. a severe degree immediately. So I can understand them trying to keep that on the DL for safety purposes. Well, you know what was in the trailer? We are not Siamese. We're American. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that was just like, it was his, it was their way of him being like, that's an offensive term. Yeah. We're conjoined. Um, I did think it was kind of, I did think that was kind of a fun way to do that. To yeah. sort of say to the audience, hey, don't say this. It's not 
cool. Yeah. But here's a silly little joke. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for um, giving so many props to the Fairley brothers. Because, like, the last time they tried to do a social justice movie, it was... Yeah. Yeah. Was this before or after... Uh, this is after Shallow Hal. Many years after Shallow Hal. I couldn't remember like when that Five came. years? I can't remember. What is yeah. there... Five years? That didn't come out in 98. When did Shallow Hal come out? No, it was two years. It's 2001, I think. Okay. Oh, for some reason I thought Shallow Hal was... Let me check. Shallow Hal... Yeah, 2001. Okay. And this is 2003. And they said, you know what? We gotta bring back that nightclub scene. It's such a success. <laughs> We're so good. Okay, so what other movie by them do we think we might get into? Um, Dumb and Dumber, probably. probably. Maybe there's something about Mary. Oh, boy. Maybe. That is... That movie is does not age well. And not appropriate for children at not all. Not appropriate for children at one. all. That's a one. That's an immediate one. That might be a sinkhole. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be a stinkhole, I mean. Yeah. Um, maybe Me, Myself, and Irene, but I don't even know if I saw that movie in I its entirety. I don't think I've seen it in its I entirety did. either. I did. Um Osmosis Jones oh, is a Fairly that's Brothers a movie. That's a stinkhole movie too. Oh probably. my God! They did the 2005 Drew Barrymore Fever Pitch. Oh, I yeah, would Fever watch Pitch that. With, I like I haven't Fever seen Pitch. that movie. I've never seen it. Oh, damn it, you guys! You're not up on the rom-com uh, game. <laughs> that movie's not bad. That movie's not bad. Drew Barrymore then, and Jimmy Fallon have pretty good chemistry in that movie. I have heard that movie's pretty good. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. It's a um, fun time. I hear that the original British version is better. I haven't seen any other of their movies. Other than, is I it? did see Hall Pass, and that movie was dog shit. Oh, gosh. Um, but that movie is, it's 2011. It, it's, it's not qualified for our our podcast. Thank God. Did you see the original Colin Firth fever pitch? No, but I am intrigued, because I think it's about, it's about football. football. Yeah. Yeah. Or soccer. Um... I don't know if I have that well, much more to say. I, I don't have much more to say. Can I? Yeah. Hey, I'm alone. Uh, <laughs> ah, shit. It's I just did... share. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty good. Do you mind if it's I? It's like, yeah, fuck you, share. Do you mind if I rapid fire the rest of my notes? Because they're more they're more quippy. If you want to sure. dive it deeper, but um, at first I thought it was extremely rude of Greg Kinnear to stop having sex to talk to his brother. But then it was, hey, do you mind typing on your knees? Yeah. I did think that was really Yeah, that was, funny. okay, there were, like, little jokes like that that were, I thought were so funny. Yeah, that's Like, honestly, because they were just, they, they were clever and, like, not super obvious about what, like, like, as a kid, I no idea. Like, when it was, like, yeah. what's a four-letter word for snatch? And he said grab, and it's, I think, supposed to be cunt yeah oh yeah, the, yeah. oh yeah i mean Cher says i'm a bitch with a capital c at one point too. yeah that exactly <laughs> that's another one where i'm like a bitch with a capital c i'm like i wonder if like they had to rewrite it but they thought it'd be funny by like taking out yeah i, I thought that was funny what's you a know, three letter what's word a three for letter man? word for man's best friend while they're like petting a dog yeah. and she says tit, tit? And he's like no i tried that um, um it's like sleeping next to a paint shaker was really funny yeah that one was also pretty good too yeah so there were like those were actually pretty good you got farts in your like, head <laughs> oh my god the the reoccurring 
like old dude and dumb dude from Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And there's like, you dumb little shit. I'm like, it wasn't funny the first time. It wasn't funny the third time. I did kind of think it was funny of, I taste ice cream. (laughs) You got a dart in your head. Yeah. I don't know. I I I also did not, I didn't care for the agent manager old no. man guy like any i'm like this isn't funny I, either. he was pretty useless too yeah. like he didn't really drive that movie forward he didn't whatsoever. he like yeah and he didn't even really get him any good jobs other than that porn <laughs> and he yeah he didn't he didn't have much purpose other than it's just like hey look sleazy old time yeah. agent i did it's it's like I did think his toupee was very funny. Oh, yeah. That's crazy Oh, the toupee. toupee during the business meeting that's like hella pushed forward yeah, and like high yeah. up. That was pretty good. Um, when they get to the hotel room, motel room, Holiday Inn, why did they not just move the side table and smush the that's two That's what I together? was saying. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe they're like they're bolted to the ground nailed into the wall. Mm. Yeah, who knows? Although the, he said he was going to get them a new bed, so I don't know. Um, I don't, there was so much product, a lot of placement, product placement in this movie. And at one point, Greg Kinnear's eating a Dunkin' Donut. I'm like, I don't even know if Dunkin' was on the West Coast at this point. I know. If it was, it was f- spare. Sparse. I, s- I saw Sobe Life Water. Oh my God, I forgot about Sobe. The double. Dude, I used to love Sobe Damn. Life Water. The double bubble commercial looked like it was made in like fucking iMovie. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. I mean, the set, the freaking Honey and the Bees set was, like, made of cardboard. And- yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> and my final note is I love that Cher carries around personalized Cher hankies. I love Cher. I just re- I saw a TikTok recently of an interview with Cher, and apparently her um, her passport, it just says Cher. Like, her <laughs> name is legally just Cher. Amazing. I know, and I'm like, that's iconic. Love it. <laughs> Love it. On that note. On that note, let's share our final uh, scores. I feel like it's the appropriate for children, Gray. I think yours can come up. Allegra's nostalgia's gotta go up. It's up. It's up. But honestly, the rest of it, I honestly don't even want to touch because I'm like, this is fair. (laughs) This is fair. Um. Yeah, I'm not changing anything other than I'll move my appropriate from a three to a four. Five. I moved my nostalgia from a four to a six because I did remember a lot. There were huge chunks of this that I are lost forever in the sands of time. But um, my I also bumped my sit through ability up because I was like they did have funny quips. Okay. To what? So seven. Um. Okay. I'll bump. Nah. No, I'm not. (laughs) All right. Uh. I'll give you a bonus point for the parts that I liked. So let me count this up. Oh, yeah, bonus. I'll give it to Greg Kinnear. He really was just a delight this whole movie. He was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He was so, like, charming. Yeah, yeah. very charming. Uh, not not to say he's not normally. I mean, I don't know. He, but... I think he's usually pretty charming. And, it, like, it did not... And he was in this too. He was just blissfully ignorant to like the cynicism of Los Angeles. And it was kind of just enjoyable. Yeah. And also like their whole thing was like when they found out that they would never be separated theoretically when they were little, they were like, we're not going to let this stop us. So they were also just like very 
just optimistic, optimistic in general. Positive people, yeah. yeah. I do not think that they set up any sort of romantic tension with him and Ava Mendes. Oh no, at not all. at all. No, that that all. was so forced in at the end. Yeah. I'm like, I liked. I thought they were just gonna stay friends, yeah. and they should have just stayed friends. I think so too. If anything, they should have tried to tie in like a loose romantic partnership between him and Meryl Streep at the end. <laughs> or even share. I thought that would be funnier. Well, I just thought it would be funnier if it was like they, he and Meryl Streep like kind of had a fling. Yeah, could be funny. I don't know. In my head, in my head, um, canon, Ava Mendez is just out to visit, uh, for his big once a year musical. Yeah, and um, yeah, but they kiss. They're affectionate friends, you know. In my, in my mind, like maybe they banged, but they're definitely not a thing. Maybe. Um, yeah, because it wouldn't have made sense for her to move back to Martha's Vineyard either, because she was. An actress. Supposedly an, actor. an actress, but like we didn't see any of that from her either, but whatever. Uh all right, Gray. Bonus. Yeah, I think my bonus point is just gonna be like just kind of the cuteness they had for each other. Yeah. Like the cute relationship. Like like when they're on the beach and he's asleep, Matt Damon's asleep and they're kinda like talking about him and like I don't know. Like the, it's like those little moments where I'm like them their acting and like working with what they have is what I'm saying is like what made this movie yeah. any bit of sit through a bull. Yeah. I, yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? So just that kind of nine inches, uh, nine inches. <laughs> so I, okay. That was so weird. I've kind of, sometimes I sometimes say that mostly just to like Meg or like a friend. If they're like, can I ask you something real quick? I'll say it. And I did not know it was oh, from wow. this movie. Wow. I did not know it was from this movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, uh, that's crazy. That should be a so nostalgia I, point right there. That should be well, I don't think, I, so I got it from like a podcast, like a podcast I watch like, or listen to some guy says it sometimes. And I was like, that's so stupid. It, I kind of think it's funny. Yeah. And so I'll, I sometimes say it, but then I heard it in here. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> But, okay, with that being said, with our scores and the two nostalgia points, Holland, this comes to a respectable 59. Okay. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Honestly. It's almost a D. I will take it. I will take it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, Now we need... Trivia? We need Allegra to get... A stinky oh movie. Um, she hasn't gotten one yet. Oh, wait, no. We all got one the first time. I month. got the hot chick. But you got the hot chick, which was like the you best got the stinky hot, movie. Yeah. What, what got a higher so, score? Stuck on you or the hot chick? Uh, they might be. Honestly, they could be tied. Stuck on you got a higher score. Oh, really? Yeah, the hot chick got a 51. Oh. Ella Enchanted got a 59. Yeah, Ella Enchanted did get a 59. But that's because it was carried by the appropriate for children's score. True. This one's more well-rounded. So True. maybe I did suffer a stinky fate, you guys. You know, maybe. You yeah, you and your 100 on uh, School of Rock, you're really <laughs> suffering. Yeah. I had shallow house. So how about you go fuck yourself <laughs> with whatever you're trying to say. Um, so this movie, $55 million budget, got $65.8 million box office. So. Made their money back. Um, at the beginning of the movie, when the twins are getting out of bed, there's a shot that shows their feet on the floor, and there appears to be a face under the bed. 
It's rumored to be baseball equipment, but it's actually the executive producer hiding to see if the directors, Bobby and Peter Farrelly, would notice. They didn't, and it's in the movie. Oh my gosh. I didn't go back and check, but I think that's hilarious. Um, And then also, Tom Brady cameos as one of the film crew assistants who makes shares butt bigger on the computer. Really? Wow. The I Tom did not Brady. notice that. I didn't notice it either, but I saw this trivia and it blew me away. Tom Weird. Brady, a couple... who directed The Hot Chick? No, 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 no. <laughs> I looked at it. Tom Brady, the football star. Interesting. Tom Brady stuck on you. Yeah, no, no, no. Tom motherfucking Super Bowl winner Brady. Wow. He has... Heavy prosthetics on it looks like. Oh, okay. So I guess I, I just googled it, and he has like a crazy looking face. You know, a fun fact is that Tom motherfucking Super Bowl winner Brady is on his passport. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god! One other thing that I forgot that is hilarious about this. Um, oh yeah, that does not look like him. Ew! He's got weird. One thing I thought was hilarious too. was. At the end of the movie, when they're, like, about to go to the play, like, start the play, and they're walking up with their, like, respective gals, and then they wa- they split, and there's literal, like, Velcro yeah, on their clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I remember clothes. that once it happened. That, I, that made me laugh. Um, anyways, that that's pretty much it. Allegra, are you ready to have your fate decided? <sighs> I'm just gonna hey just for just to make this go quicker along, I'm just gonna open up the stinker <laughs> wheel. You're jinxing it, Gray. Um, you're so warm, Allegra. <laughs> you're, you're actually the movies really nice that cool. remain. <laughs> what? The movies that remain are The King and I, which I just I'm telling you now, I don't <laughs> want to watch. So fucking bad. <laughs> I don't want to have to defend it. <laughs> Master of Disguise. Oh god. <sighs> Sleepover. Okay. I would be happy I'd with be that. happy with that. B movie. It's not the Daddy Daycare. <laughs> Sahara. Fuck you. In <laughs> Space Jam. Oh, okay. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that are fine. There's a lot of things are, I feel like there's more bad than fine. <laughs> I mean, as I, the only thing worse than having to watch Master of Disguise is having to defend Master of Disguise. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, all right, call it. Yeah, call it in the air, Allegra. <sighs> oh, heads. Oh. What'd you say? Heads? heads. It's heads. Yes! God damn it. God it's never heads. Damn punished. It. Never punished. <laughs> uh, so, that's annoying. What are we watching then? Also, Honestly, this and this... it's a blessing in it's a blessing in the skies. True. Um, also, this is our last round of movies for the season. For the season, so yeah, I'm that's right. Safe? So Allegra's safe from the stink hole for the rest of the season. Wow. She only got one stinky. Wow. All right, well, no matter what, it's going to be a musical, you guys. Also, I, I can also give a Fuck. quick... All right, well, you're going to get can, a shit score for me, I can, get, I can give a quick points rundown as well, because now... 
uh, we all oh, have the same amount of up. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have 200. Allegra has 222. And Gray has 177. So we're not Fuck. too... We're all like around 20-ish points away from each other. Yeah. So, True. But now, but Allegra just got right, a good... Allegra, what are we watching? Oh, but yeah, I guess depending on what Allegra... So Jesus, I but. just looked up the runtime for both of these musicals, oh boy. and I'm going with the shorter one. Thank you. So, but just to let you know, Wizard of Oz, hour fifty-two. Oh God. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, hour thirty-eight. Oh, I would. I'm happy with Willy Wonka. Yeah. So we're going Willy. Wonka. I'm happy with Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. I love this movie. I know. I haven't seen this movie in a really long time, so I'm actually excited. Same. I'm very excited. Okay, cool. So next week we're watching Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Hooray! Yay! Honestly, pretty stoked. I'm happy with that. Um. Okay. 1971. I think this might be the first movie we're watching from 1971 on the pod. Is it the first movie from the 70s in general? It might I think be. So we haven't. We never watched Let's Grease see. one. But also, how many freaking how this was yet another 2003 movie? How many? 2003 are we up to now <laughs> uh this was the ninth yeah wow. i believe that i believe it um when did because goonies was 80 when did grease 2 come out no, 82 so far that's the earliest that i'm finding 82 what about dirty dancing that's like 87 or something um that's later 80s Karate Kid was probably is also early eighty five. I thought. I thought it was eighty four like was Karate Kid. I think this is like eighty five is the Goonies. Eighty four is Ghostbusters. So yeah, this is the earliest movie and the only one from the nineteen seventies. Interesting. Wow, it's like a over a decade older than our our, old, our next previous, oldest movie. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, well, fucking tune in again next week to uh, listen to us review Allegra's final movie of the season, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Latchkey Sibs. And if you're on Instagram, please check our stories every Friday to vote on our scores. Um, send in your pre-watch notes. Send in your pre-watch notes to latchkeysibs at gmail.com. If you have any for Willy Wonka, please send those in. We would love to hear them. If you have any closing thoughts of Stuck on You, yeah. or like I said at the top <laughs> of the... <laughs> this is your if first step. This is your first time and you're tuning in. I want to know why and I want to know your thoughts on the movie. And our thoughts on the movie. Yeah. And if you agree or disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for today. Goodbye. Come with me and you'll see. You gotta cut this off. <laughs> 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 <laughs>